Are you where you're meant to be right now? How can you tell if you're not? If you ever wonder about that, you are in good company. Fatima is asking these questions. And I had made major academic and career changes in university as a result of these questions. Listen in as we discuss and inadvertently reveal an intimate story I had buried for over 15 years. You are listening to Diverse Software Engineers Podcast, which inspires engineers to serve clients better, break glass ceilings, and enjoy lucrative work. Your hosts are Eric Lau, Chief Consultant at Brainly Butler Solutions, and Fatima Gelli, up-and-coming engineer. We focus on the soft essential skills which engineers, managers, and clients need to upgrade their software projects. Hey, Fatima. At this point in the podcast, we've done about 10 episodes now, I believe. What are your thoughts? Wow, it's been 10 episodes already. Uh, I didn't expect it. Time really flies. Yeah, I thought the the podcast has been really fun so far, and I'm really enjoying it. And I think um, I'm personally learning a lot. Yeah, I think it's been really good so far. What things that you found are most helpful? In this degree and field in general, I think I've noticed that there's a lot of advice out there. And a lot of it is usually about the same. But I think some things that have like stood out for me or have been a lot more interesting were the one episode we did, for example, on alternatives to the formal degree that you get, like the normal four-year degree. I thought that episode was quite interesting because I actually learned a lot there, especially about the camp. I had no idea that you could go and do a camp like that and uh, learn a lot in only a couple months. Alongside the mental health episode, we did just last time. The The previous episode was very interesting as well because I feel like just in general, it's not as much spoken about in this degree when it comes to like the mental health and distress. Yeah, the mental aspect. I was actually very fortuitous to get Karthik because we lost touch. Like last time we were to you know, talk to each other was 2019, right? Uh, no, this yeah, yeah, twenty nineteen. Wow, like October or something. Yeah, so it it was a little while ago, and for me, meeting him again, and then finding out that he had a kid. Which, by the way, I see he's trying not to emphasize it, but at the time, he was talking about how his health doesn't is not great, doesn't feel well. I should have got the that clue that he was burned out, but I didn't, he didn't present it like that. He was just thinking, oh, I need to be healthier, eat healthier. Yeah. Right. And because he, they're, he's having trouble, well, he and his wife are having difficulty trying to uh, conceive yeah. to have a child. I was very happy to hear that, you know, they have a kid. So that was actually a thing that you, you may not know about Karthik. Second thing is that he then told me that he was on, leave and then like oh boy it just dawned on me that about the mental health i've been thinking about that and i actually can say i feel a little bit burnt out too there are times lately where 
I am just not as enthused about working or doing coding, which I used to mm-hmm. uh, enjoy. I wouldn't say I'm nearly at the level that Karthik is. I'm not. I am saying that I'm definitely looking forward to my vacation uh, of more than I normally mm-hmm. would. <laughs> and, and I just really needed that, that getaway. Just, you know, it's now coming till mid, mid, mid July, but uh, for me, it's like it can't come soon enough. And, I don't usually feel that. It's not that often I feel that way, but I really felt it like, like yeah. lately. Speaking of feeling burnout, and I was thinking a lot about last week's episode, and I was wondering, do you do you ever feel like, or like, do you ever do you know the difference between the feeling of being burned out or the feeling of just not belonging? Like maybe you're starting to realize that you don't belong in this industry? Like, do you know the, what the difference would be or like what some signs would be? Well, that's a very good question because I had that feeling while I was in med, pre-med. Remember before I went to communication when I want, my parents really wanted me to be a doctor mm-hmm. and I thought I did too. The, there are a number of signs. It's, hard, it's not something like one Rika moment that you knew. But for me, I remember being in biochemistry, uh, and I just hated it. I just hated biochem. I did, I did not want to study. I didn't really care about it. And also, I went to pre-med uh, club in Simon Fraser. They had a pre-med club. And the more often I went the more I did not like the people there. I don't like the mentality. I don't like the that God yeah. complex. It's actually pretty prevalent in those who want to go to medical school. This kind of stuff starts building up. And if there was one thing that really put me over the edge was one day I found out from pre-med that one of the members committed oh. suicide. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, she, I mean, she was one of the nicest people in that club. She was uh, like drop dead gorgeous. Like I was actually kind of had a crush on her. And I, and I, you know, I, and I was actually considering uh, asking her out. Wow. And then found out she, she was committed suicide. No one saw it coming. No one saw it coming. Everyone thought that her grades were good. She, she seemed happy. No one saw it coming. So I, I actually get a little emotional thinking about that because that moment was essentially the, the straw that broke the camel's back. At that point, I, I just didn't really care if my parents were disapproved of me. I knew that's not what I wanted to do. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. My grades started suffering with good reason, and I decided to change my major to communication. Sorry, I just want to say, yeah, that must have that must have been a lot to take in at the time. I can imagine that be very draining on everyone around her as well. Yeah. So, so at that point, for me, that was pretty clear to me at that point that. 
It's not just burnout because I, I have the energy. And when I switched to communication, I started studying it. I pretty much in, instantly felt better. I started applying more. Grades, uh, grades got better. I mean, it's not like my grades were, were, were ever really bad, but I just didn't have it. I didn't have that curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. So, so to me, that's why I knew it wasn't burned out. And it's, uh, it's relatively rare for burned out, especially if you're really young, like if you're in your 20s, unless you're in some extraordinary circumstances. And the reason I say that is that the biggest case of burnout, that I usually where burnout is, is usually when you are in a grind. Like, you know, the way Carfig mentioned, like, he was in a grind, like, working this for a long, long time. Look, 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 it's the way that he said that, right? He, he st- stretches the words, like, long, grind. You, you can endure a lot of things if it's relatively a short time. Like, even an immense pain or suffering, most people could do it for a short amount of time. But if the, let's say it's not immediate pain, they're not acute pain, but chronic pain. But if it's chronic pain for a long period of time, like years and years, yeah, that, that's the kind of stuff that we then can cause burnout and really get to you. I mean, all that I'm saying, it can happen to younger people, but I think in general, it's hard to even know what is it that you're passionate about in your 20s. So it's, so I can see your point. It's, re- it's not that easy to differentiate between the two. A change of career or what you study may make sense. And it goes down to how much do you, are you excited about doing a new thing? So, for example, I'll give you this example. I remember when I first even contemplated about going to communication. I remember just picking up a communication book, right, just to get a syllab- syllabus, get pick it and I remember actually reading a chapter of it on my own, one of those textbooks, like on my own, while I'm still haven't officially changed my degree yet. It goes back to that thing I said earlier, right? Like, you, you know, you want to check, you want to be a game designer, you want to check out podcasts, you want to check out uh, things that, that have to do with game design. Like, are you excited about doing those? So, you know, do those things psych, give you the same, a different, totally different energy vibe than what, what, you know, that, what you're currently doing? If they're both the same, like nothing excites you. If nothing excites you, nothing gets you even the thing that you you most want. You, you think you more then then it's more likely it's a burnt out. Congratulating yourself for listening by engaging with us. You are already well ahead of the pack. Please subscribe, share with others, and post about it on social media. For feedback and suggestions for future episodes, please go to the podcast website dsepodcast.com.